about to enter an inner circle of sisters who tell it like it is. At least from their point of view. You may not think they're right. You may not think they're perfect. Hell, you may not even think they're funny. But it doesn't matter because they do. And now, let's listen in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 23. I was just thinking, um, I'm having some gastrointestinal issues tonight, so my stomach did just make a sound, and our mics do tend to pick, kind of. So, actually, that's totally the case. I'm don't have stomach problems we actually just purchased some whales as pets (laughs) so that's what you hear in the background they it's mating season you got a little baby whale in your belly yeah okay so you want to hear something really funny what when i went on that wine trip and they were talking about like you've heard of like all those horrible horrible sex moves like the donkey punch and you know yes i can't think of so there's one i think they called it the um the dolphin and so I think they say, like, you're doing someone, well, obviously, a guy's doing a girl from behind, and then they quickly, like, stick it in her butt. (gasps) I'm going to say this joke totally wrong, but then she, like, turns her head from side to side going, oh, for heaven. But it sounds like a dolphin. I think I said that joke, like, beyond wrong, but... Right now or back at the wine place? Oh, I didn't tell it at the wine place. Someone else did. Oh, oh, oh. And then someone else said something like about the dirty tie or something. Like what? you pull it out of her butt and then you like drag it along her chest and it's like the brown tie. Okay, seriously, that is the most disgusting thing. If a guy did that to me, if a guy had the audacity to do that to me, I he would be on the floor and he would be a brown tie. There's He'd the be mu- a stain. There's the mushroom stamp where a guy pulls it out and then he like smacks her on the forehead with it. Out of the butt? No, just out of anywhere. Just out of any orifice? Any hole. You know, all of these, you know, these are, these are guy made up things because no woman would ever. And most guys wouldn't do those things. I can't think of a guy actually pulling his weenie out and hitting me in the forehead with it. Do you know what I would do if someone did something like that to me? I would, I I will tell you, it is graphic and it is real. I would shove my fingers up his ass. No, you wouldn't. Squiggle it around and pull it out and wipe his face with it. You would not do that. I I know you wouldn't. I would so do that. You would probably punch him or do something else, but you would not stick your fingers up his butt. Uh, yes, I would. You underestimate me, woman. I would do it. I'm not saying you haven't done it, but I'm saying there's certain circumstances. I would do it. In rage, you would not stick your hand up someone's butt. I have a very seductive side to me. I know it's hard for you to see it because you're my sister, but I can make men do anything I want them to do if they're naked in my bed. If somebody pulled their weenie out and slapped me with it anywhere above the neck. Then I would just say that was a failure on your part for giving improper instruction. I would be like... Baby, lay down. I want to do things to you. Lay down. And then I would <laughs> shove my fingers in his butthole, swish it around, pull it out, and make him suck it. Suck it! No, I would I would I would fool him into thinking it was gonna be hot, and then oh, I would punish him. You're making me pucker. Alright. You're making me pucker. One finger I can handle, but you know, multiples is that's I don't know if I can do two fingers either. That's kind of gross. What well, they is say, what's that saying? Two in, oh wait, never mind. That's two in the pink, one in the stink. So yeah, it's just one. That's for, that's, yeah, that's a boy shocker. thing as well. Whatever. I don't, I don't want any of those things to happen to me. The shocker, I'm showing it to you right now. Yeah, that's never happening to me. 
Well, since we've, uh, in under five minutes, talked about sticking fingers up butts and balls and <laughs> dirty poop stains Punishments down your boob. and dirty, and... dirty ties, whatever. That five minutes is probably more discussion than one person will ever have in their entire life. Okay, so introductions are done. Dirty fingers were over it. Let's move on. New we've, week. We've given you your sex talk for the week. New week. And let's jump right into our biggest regret of the weekend, which is you and I God. purposefully decided not to go and watch the UFC fight. Well, and no one we, was really going to have the fight because... Well, there was uh, our brother, my brother-in-law, Daryl's brother, was going to have a party. And then his fiance. Um, had to travel for work, and right. so she wasn't going to be home. And so he said, well, I just really don't like to have parties when she's not here. You know, it's, it feels awkward. And so he said, no party. And we're like, all right, fine. So we'll just chill at home, and we'll just we'll just read the play-by-play online somewhere, and we'll just call it a day. Well, of course, because it's Silva, it's a big fight. It and was so, Silva versus White, Weidman? Weidman. Yeah. And so um, Brad texted daryl and said just kidding i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a fight um but it's gonna be really low-key so i said you know what i don't really want to go anyway because there's no girls going and it's just gonna be like three guys and that was it so i said i'm just gonna stay home you go have fun i'll see you tonight so he left and i'm just sitting there it was probably nine o'clock and all of a sudden i said you know my friend jason somehow finds a way to watch it online Right. Like a, like a, not illegal, but it's just a non-pay feed. Right. And I thought maybe I could find it. So I decided to, I Googled and I found one and I happened to catch it right when Silva was walking out. Oh, like after he lost. Oh no, when he was no, coming before. in. Yeah, when he was coming in. So What's his song again? Is it the Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone or is that Jones? I don't know. So anyway, so I was like, okay, cool. So I started watching it. Well, it was buffering super bad because it was not a real paid feed. And I was able to watch the whole fight. But I was resentful that I didn't go to watch it because, of course, he was dethroned. After what, like nine years? Yeah. I think he got the I think he got the belt in 2006. And he's he's un, undefeated or was. Yes, undefeated. he's undefeated. The the problem is if you've seen the fight, if you have watched Silva for the last two or three fights, he has grown tired of holding the belt. He's bored, he's cocky. He doesn't even fight very much. He's more of a defensive fighter. He doesn't like reach out and aggressively attack anybody. And so it was not it was almost like he was asking there, please just knock me out so I can, so this boredom can end for me. And um, he did. He punked around enough and he got hit and got knocked out. But it's so, it's so, it's such, it's just not the way anybody would want to win a belt. You well, know what I mean? I mean, so I didn't watch the fight and I was just, um, did you at least watch on YouTube? Did you see well, the knockout? what happened was, is I was milling around, you know, on Facebook, Twitter and stuff like that. And all of a sudden Twitter just is going effing it blew nuts. Up. And it, it wasn't even that he had won. It was just like, oh my God, oh my God, Silva, oh my God, UFC 162, blah, 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 blah. You know, oh my God, yeah. I can't believe it. You know, and I was just like, what the hell? I'm like, what's going on? And then you even said something on Twitter. You're like, yeah, OM, OMG, Silva. And I'm just like, Ugh. So by the time I like read all that and then I started Googling something, you know, they had said, you know, he lost to the, you know, new champion. And I'm like, 
what happened and then people were kind of like talking about like oh he just you know was being too cocky and blah blah blah. so i finally watched the video and he does the same thing he does every time you know he like has his arms to his side and he's always like what what go ahead hit me what you know and you makes fun like someone said he was doing like a charlie chaplin freaking he was being ridiculous he does all these weird little like routines or whatever i think the guy is personally certifiable but no, I just think he's bored because, and, and honestly, the way I look at it is I think that Silva could have beaten him if he wanted to. I think he didn't want to. I think he was done. In fact, when he when he lost and they interviewed him, he even alluded to the fact that he might be retiring even. I mean, well, he he's keeping him, you know, the thing is, is I don't think he will. I would like to see him do some challenging fights like with John Jones or GSP, the super fights that everybody right. wishes would occur. The Jones and Silva fight, I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Well, the I thing wish it is, would. now that he doesn't have the belt, he can do those fights. So there's no, you know, they're because they would be catch weight fights because they're not in, they're, they're not in each other's weight division. So my hope is that he does do a couple of these super fights because I would be all in. I would love oh to God. watch it. Well, we've talked about like like that would be like a live show kind of fight. I'd oh yeah, see. like we'd want to go to Vegas. And oh see my it. God, I couldn't even yes. imagine. Well, that's on our bucket list. We want to go to. We're Vegas doing and it. See. Well, I mean, yeah, we will. You know, we when, will. Whenever one of us is not poor or hey, you know, and the thing whatever, is, I am willing to pay the two grand to sit in the front. Next to iced tea and cocoa. Oh my I will pay god! I would love that. I would sit. I would want to sit on one of her butt cheeks and be like, "Can I just sit here all I night?" I freaking. You know what? I love cocoa. I think she is the shit. I will wear a licious shirt or <laughs> or a lickus shirt, whichever one. Did Lickus. you see that episode where he's like? <laughs> So Ice Tea and Coco, I don't know if they still have a show, but they had a show. I think it was. Called, I think it's just. I think it's not on right now. I think they do have. one. I think yeah. it was called Ice Loves Coco, and so yes. she created um, a clothing brand for curvy right. women because yes. she says curvy doesn't mean fat necessarily, but she says if you've got a big ass and big boobs, she's like, there's not clothes for you. Um, hello. Right, and so, anyways, she went to Los Angeles to this this garment district, and they were. Uh, printing all of her t-shirts and stuff and so they were looking at an ice tea's looking at the shirt and he's just like something doesn't seem right about that he's all he says that says lickus and she's like like, no no no, that says lickus you're missing an s or something like that and she's like oh my god but that is anyways yes i would want to sit next to him or um chuck liddell well maybe cowboy cerrone would be in the outside my god oh my god something so not wrong about that guy like he okay first of all he is my favorite. You can be a secondary favorite. That's fine with me. I'll take Pick sloppy seconds. Choose. I take the yes. sloppy seconds on that bad boy. Oh I my mean, god, he's just so freaking hot. I like, can't stand it. He's like the old, and I know this is going to sound bad, but like the really hot Stetson guy that used to do those commercials with like yeah, the cowboy hat, you know, riding the range. Rugged. Yeah, he's Man. a rugged dude for sure. So, yes, so our bad. We didn't watch UFC live. We, oh, we really, wow. it was the, you know what? I'll never do that again. Well, you if know, it's the, a big fight. I will, I will find a way to watch it. Here's the thing. Even with the big fights, I mean, he was knocked out by round two. So, I mean, it's not even yeah. like it went, you know, I don't know. Anymore with UFC, it's very rare where it seems like it was just a really good fight. Because sometimes, like, even with the Chael Sonnen and the Jones fight, like, I knew he was going down by round one. And yeah. he did. Well, everyone and, did. And and so it's just like, okay, good. Ugh. Although we did get our money's worth when we saw that freaking toe pop out of his. Oh my god! god he practically disgusting. decapitated his toe. <laughs> okay, that we did get our money's worth because his whole totally reaction 
and all of that stuff was priceless. But yes, um, all of it. He was he was passed out. <laughs> it was awesome. But you know what? I love the UFC for that factor alone. Is you never know what you're gonna get. It's like Forrest Gump's candy, and it may be boring. But there's always one good round somewhere in the fight card where you're glad you're watching it. It's usually the, it's usually one of the first one or two fights. It's yes. not even like the the Although, main title fights. There's something there is something to be said about watching the main card. I mean, it's exciting. It I exciting. look forward to it, even if it ends up being a complete ridiculous thirty second round. Like there was that one where the guy got kicked in the face and it was over and it lasted like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's to me it's like it's worth it because I'm watching it happen and you know it's it's no more expensive than if we the whole family went to the movies. So, you know, oh, that's true. it's worth it. Are you it kidding me? I pay every time. I don't know how much a fight it costs. It they're 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks. Okay. So every time WWE does something on pay-per-view and they do one every other month. Yeah. Granted. UFC like does UFC. They do one yeah. every other month or Every month. There's a pay-per-view almost virtually every okay. month. Okay. Well, pay- WWE does one every other month, and those things are 55 bucks a whack. Yeah. And so this last billing cycle, the two that I had ordered, because I ordered them for Ryan, my son, and so the two that I had ordered came on the same freaking bill. Oh, no. And so my bill was, like, over $100 more than it usually is, and I'm like, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, Royal Rumble and, um, you know, No Limits or whatever the other one was called. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I'm just like this. This WWE has to stop. I mean, it doesn't have to stop, but it's, it's hard. Just, he just loves it so freaking. I, I know. just. I think like WWE has made a fortune off of me in the last year between yeah. the apparel, the freaking action figures. Those things are like thirteen bucks a pop, and Ryan I has. Know. He has at least twenty of them. Well, I I bought him two at least. I know, and so I buy yeah. him. You know them. So the T-shirts, the tickets, the pay-per-views. The little freaking wrestling ring that he has for all the things, you know what I mean? But you know what, though? It's short-lived. He won't be in love with it forever. Or you won't be paying for it when he's an adult, so. No, definitely not. And But I mean, time. the thing is, is like I just, I love it so much to watch him love something that much. Right. And so I can't, you know, in my mind, I'm like, it's just money. You know, I can't. It is. I can't put a price on his on face. what he experienced yeah and the looks on his face and how excited he gets because we watch it together and you know right. all of that stuff so well, speaking of uh indulging your children ridiculously i know that my little baby uh, niece is having a birthday yes party. she turned so she turned four on monday mm-hmm. um and she has been talking about now she has planned this i did not plan this but for the last month or so she's been talking about her birthday party and how it's going to be at chuck e cheese and um she told all the teachers at her daycare that they were invited and that she would put them on the list and well, or she would put them in her book exclusive she had told all her little friends and so by the time you know i i decided i'm like well i guess i should throw her a birthday party at chuck e cheese because everyone's like so when's her party again at chuck e cheese i'm like oh god uh, like she it was gospel you know she just insisted she was having a party so by the time i had you know gotten around to planning it she had already i would say upwards have told about 50 people about it and so Mm. i'm like well olivia we're not having 50 people (laughs) No. And so we narrowed the list down. So this Saturday at 3 p.m., I will be having a four-year-old birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. And it's just, I mean, I know she'll love it. 
but it's just one of those things that you do as parents that is just probably so unpleasant. I have hosted several Chuck E. Cheese birthday parties in my life, and I can tell you that the day that I knew I would never have to return for one of my children was a very good day. It was a good day. In my mind, I'm already picturing, I can I, I can just almost smell it. I can yeah. smell the dirty shoes and the little sweaty children Ugh. and the disgusting pizza and yeah. spilled juice and kids screaming and... try. I always tried really hard because I would get the salad bar because I couldn't stand the ketchup pizza. I don't eat anything. They were smart enough to start selling beer. They don't sell cocktails there. What? You know, they might sell beer, but I can't drink beer, of course, so. Oh, because there's weed in it. I know, right? I forgot, Walter. Maybe I'll just carry a flask. Hey, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> They're just like, wow, Olivia's mom had a great time. You know what? I'm just not. I'm just not. <sighs> I know. I know. I don't want to but... do it. I don't want to do it. So, you know, bring your older kids so they can chase them and you can help me. I don't know. I, I will only be able to bring one because the other ones have lives. So if it's Malia, it is okay. Maybe I can coax her into because you know she's become such a teenager lately. Like when we literally came to your house the other day, the kids were downstairs like playing by themselves. I'm like, "Where's Malia?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know. She's upstairs. Her room's locked. She's on the phone." I'm like, "Are you <laughs> kidding me? Right she's now? She's almost she's almost thirteen. It there's a matter. I'm just saying. There's but, an age gap. The gap has grown significantly. I know. It just made me sad, I guess, because it you is know, before sad. they couldn't wait to play together. And my kids still feel that way. But you Well, know. Malia Malia does love seeing them. It's yes. just that she her social life has just become all consuming. <laughs> I, I don't even well, know I'm what else at to 13 say. thirteen years old, I mean, what the hell could you possibly have to talk about? Well my God, that's that's like the beginning of the end for social life. I mean, that's when they build their friendships for high school. It's imp- it's an imperative time. Plus, <laughs> cheerleading starts in two weeks. So God. that's a big thing. Yeah, they got to talk about that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, hey, I'm just glad she's following in my footsteps. She, I, I never, I never thought that she would be the one to be attracted to cheerleading because she seemed so quiet and reserved. Well, and she was such a little naturist. I mean. She still is. She but- still is because the other night when, um. I forgot what we spent the night at your house. I had an early appointment, I think. And they were running around with pieces of paper and a pencil. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're just like, oh, well, we're observing the cats. And I'm just like, observing the cats? They're like, yes. Angelica just lays there. And Kurt, he likes to run and hide in the bushes. So we're yeah. making notes on that. I'm like, oh, okay, good. And so they were, you know, doing scientific <laughs> observations on your pets under, yeah, under Malia's direction. <laughs> I saw those papers and I found... <laughs> I found Ryan's observation paper. Um, he had to fill out his own card. Ryan Todd, age seven, uh, <laughs> occupation, jobless. God. Visit uglytruth.com. That's ugly with two E's. Gives it a little more attitude, don't you think? Speaking of speaking of performing, we decided last week that um, after much discussion that we have always been somewhat of a performance um, type of person. We are. We are since the beginning of uh, that we can recall. Now, when you were a baby, um, myself, Stephanie, and Allison, and Allison was pretty much forced to do it because she was younger. We would perform plays for our mother. 
we would put up blankets as as the curtains. I, of course, was the director because I had to tell everybody what to do. Stephanie and I would write the plays. And um, Allison would be our monkey. And we'd make her do whatever we told her to do. And what's really you funny... Give some ab- meaningless job like, oh, just like put together the costumes or something No, like no, that. no. She had to be in the play. We made her do things. Here, lay there. You're going to be a log, Allison. No, yeah. It's like, Allison, this is all you have to do. You just have to sit there. And when we look at you, we'll point at you. And you'll <laughs> you'll either meow or you'll ribbit. <laughs> Or you'll do something of that nature. And, of course, she would do it wrong, and then you get mad at her. Totally wrong every time, because we would re- we would rehearse, and we'd be like, all right, Allison. And rehearsal would last all of, what, 10 minutes before the performance? No, we no, we were, we would rehearse all day. We would oh, be okay. like this, it, no, it was, we were serious. Okay. We wrote, we wrote scripts and everything. Wow. Costumes, whatever. And so we'd turn and we'd be like, point. And, and we'd be like, Allison. <laughs> no! And she'd be like, what? Oh. oh. Meow. Meow. Uh, Mom, can we start over? <laughs> we did it wrong. She wasn't supposed to do that. We've been practicing all day. I can yeah, hear exactly. That, that happened Honey, constantly. it was fine. It was perfect. It was great. I loved it. I loved everything. <laughs> it was wonderful. You're so creative, children. Girls. Yeah. That girls, was... you're so good. I love you all so much. That mother was gone by the time I was born. <laughs> no, you were born. It was just you were too small to participate. You had to sit there, or you would get in the way, or you'd Probably. like get up and start standing in front of everyone, like, "Hey, the showstopper." You know, you'd be like, "Hey, here I am, everyone. I'm just going to stand here naked." Uh, yeah, that's because I ripped my diaper off again. Does, does anybody want a cookie? <laughs> Jesus, that was you. <laughs> well, so I was thinking about that. That we have always been uh, drawn to the fine arts, whether it's you know singing, dancing, acting, whatever it might. Be because I can remember for probably close to one of my first memories, and I don't know if it's like this in other states or whatever, but um, on the FM radio, if you go towards like the very beginning where it starts at like 88.1, like Mm -hmm. up until like 92, there's usually a classical station in there somewhere. Mm. And so I would always roll the knob because we would listen to it on Dad's thing. on His, the, pi- the his tuner. pioneer. His, his pioneer. Right. So yes. I'd usually roll the knob all the way to the beginning of the classical station. And then yes. I would make up my own ballet routine. Oh, Remember? totally. I did yes. that all the time. We all, yes, I And do. I never took ballet a day in my life. But we no, would but always we make would up, do like, it. we would pretend, you know, we were doing freaking Swan Lake in the living room. And usually <laughs> it would happen until someone would fall and, like, peach themselves on their heel or, you know, hit their, <laughs> hit their you know, knee on the coffee table in the moment of grace. And, like, ow, that really hurts. Hold on. Oh, my God. We have to stop. Oh, my God. We have to stop. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Freeze. Wait. Freeze. Wait, wait, wait. So. Freeze. Just everyone Freeze. Hold on, it, it it's not it'll stop hurting in just a minute. <laughs> just rub it. Just and then there would be a loud bang. Dad be like, "What's going on in there? Nothing, nothing." <laughs> so it's so true. As we, we got did older, our yes. performing became more uh, structured, and we actually became, went into <laughs> activities. And so you, I don't did was your more formal dance was more like a junior high, high school kind of thing, or I as far as my performance. Uh, experiences prior to high school um i was in school plays 
and I played bunny rabbits and, you know, little things like that. I, I never did anything much. I, you know, I did a few uh, performances with my class singing yeah. and I remember um, we did, I think I was in third grade where we did a, an Indian um, song where I held a piece of, a piece of yarn. A yarn? <laughs> yes, I held a piece of yellow yarn. It was about, uh, I don't know, probably two feet long and I held it in both hands and I like would do like a... Uh, Kind of like when you're doing a double dutch or like with a jump rope. Were you basket weaving? No. Oh. <laughs> I would hold it and I would, I was basically swinging the yarn back and forth in my hand. And we, we but that was something we were supposed to do because we were Native Americans. Oh, is that and what they do? I, I believe I even had braids in my hair at the time. And we would, we were the female Native Americans and there was like four or five of us. And we would stand there while the boys were in a circle doing their native american dance and we were in the background singing hi yo hi yo ipsy nia hi yo hi yo ipsy nia do you have and we any idea what that means hi yo hi yo ipsy nia hi yo hi yo ipsy nia <laughs> and the parents like Yay! yes and they're all like bravo bravo do you children. even know what that means no i'm afraid i probably I, I, explain the yellow yarn Perhaps I should Google it. But anyway, that was that's when I got the bug of I really loved performing, even though I was probably not very good at it. But um, yeah, that's when I started. And that's when I started getting it, liking cheerleading, which is a form of performance. Yes. That's pretty much, you know, drill team in junior high. And and it just went on from there for me. I was really into it. Well, I love You were performing. always really good at dancing. That was kind of your I love dancing. Suit. I do. It's true. That is true. So I started doing, um, in grades first through third, in my elementary school, they had something called song and dance. And so oh, God. Was, <laughs> that I, was quite a time in our lives. You guys had to go to countless little performances. <laughs> I remember I made mom buy all the videotapes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I will never forget. They actually asked me to give a speech one time my last year because they wanted to you know they wanted me to represent the song and dance troupe because I had been in it all three years right and um you were hardcore and I was gonna give the teacher a plant saying you know all of the dance group wants to thank you blah blah so the camera was zoomed in on my face and I kid you not (laughs) not even a second before I started talking this gentleman wearing a turban stood up and his head (laughs) blocked the camera the whole time I was talking. Oh, no. And then he finally sat down in time for me to say, thanks, Mrs. Stewart. And then I walked away. Oh, my God. And I, when I got the video and I saw oh, it, God. I cried for days. You for did? days. You cried? Well, you know how I used to be. Oh, like, my God. everything was such a big damn deal to me. Oh, my God. And so I'm it's like, right now. I literally I wanted to it. find that gentleman with the turban and shake him and be like, why did you ruin my my fame? I <laughs> honestly, I completely remember that whole thing. <laughs> like it just happened. That is so funny. But oh um, my god, I can't. Yeah, take I mean, it. what was I like eight or nine? I think you were in third grade. Yeah. So yeah, that's no, crazy. So we did, but we took we took our performances seriously. We did. Yeah. You were an actor. So you were a performer. After that ended, um, <laughs> I took a stab at the talent show in sixth grade. And oh, yes. I decided to uh, exercise my vocals. I sang. What did you sing again? Oh, wait. <laughs> so Go ahead. Tell me. 
I was going to sing, don't ask me why, I was going to sing Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler. You didn't do that. No, because I believe my rival all through elementary school had decided that she was going to sing that. Oh, yeah. So, I remember her. Um, what was her name? Actually, I'm not going to tell you because we have a mutual friend on Facebook who was actually friends with her. And so... Well, it's not a bad thing. Well, just... <gasps> Wait a minute. Was it Jacquet? Damn it, it was Amy Jacquet, and she's friends with Dan Mason because she still does theater. And I know that, actually. I I knew that. I saw her. She's actually quite... No, she's... Ex- I mean, she's excellent. She's, she's quite talented. She's very... And that's why it was, you know, now in hindsight, I never had a chance because, I mean, she's like the real deal. Well, yes, she is. I do remember that. But at yes. the time, you know, when you're seven or eight and it seems well, like you always just deal. come into second place to this... And I... And it was always second place to her. Yeah. Well, like, now you forever. know why. Well, right. Now, you know, now I know what I was actually dealing with and I didn't have a chance. But so in sixth grade, <laughs> I auditioned for the talent show. I made it through and I sang, <clears throat> shit, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. From a distance, the world. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm I was to laugh at you. Good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Anyway, I, to laugh at you. I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. It was my fault for laughing. <laughs> Anyways, so I decided oh to God. sing From a Distance by Bette Midler, oh my God. and oh my God. Um, I wore my little, you know, dress, and I think I yeah. actually wore, I think I wore nylons, because I was feeling like a big shot, and it was a big deal. I was, uh... I'm sure it was bone-colored. No, they were off black. Oh! <laughs> so... My bad. And then after that, I just, you know, would do random, like, through our church, they would have, like, little picnics and things, and so yep. a couple of us girls would put together, you know, shows, but... Most of our performance stuff still happened at home, and I remember um, we were, and we probably that's probably why we still do this to today. But um, we would actually memorize movies, like entire movies, and we oh, would the lines. Like, record the line or yeah, yes. do the scenes. Like we were driving somewhere, and we had recorded the entire was it Top Gun movie? We had it on like cassette tape, and yeah. so we listened to the whole movie in the car. I forgot where we were going, but it's like we knew that movie. Like the back, back of our hand. And same it's thing true. with Dirty Dancing. And the plus about Dirty Dancing, <gasps> Dirty Dancing is we got to learn the dance moves too. And we did it too. <laughs> so we would say, we knew, I, and to this day, when I hear certain songs, I'll start doing like that you little your cha-cha head. dance with my hands in my hair and then like my hands, yeah. you know, going to the side. And Everything. We, we were, you know what? We really missed our calling. We, we really did. should have flash dance. How many times do we sit in the backyard with like a bucket of water? And then, like, lay down and then, like, pull the water so it would splash on us. We pulled that bucket of water on us (laughs) so many times. Or after a while, we are just like, you know, it's just easier. Just spray me with the hose. We did do that. It's true. We did. It's hard to keep filling this bucket up and putting it up in the rafters. I'm sick of it now. Let's just spray each other and we'll just we'll just pretend. So we each had to take our turn, you know, sticking our leg out and arching our back. And and really, I remember that. And how many times did we compete on who could run in place faster Remember the oh, dee- right. dee- 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 the maniac? <laughs> right, She's I can do maniac so good. Yeah, I, we all did it. Other people do this. There's no way we weren't the only ones that did I, this. this. I is hope insane. not. I really hope not. But I mean, yeah. So we were always doing something. So now, yes. Fast forward to what? Twenty years later. Well, uh, well, all through all through high school, I was cheerleading and mm-hmm. drill team, and that was very fulfilling. There was a, a boy that I dated for a very brief period of time. It felt like forever back then, but now looking back, it wasn't that long. Well, he was a big uh, drama stud back, the, oh, back yeah. in the day. Uh-huh. And I always, 
always wanted to audition for the plays because I always thought I'm not afraid of an audience. I can memorize lines mm-hmm. and I can carry a tune even though I wouldn't consider myself a singer. Right. So I always wanted to do that. He actually kind of dis- not disappointed. I mean, he kind of like didn't encourage that. He discouraged, he discouraged me you. from doing it. So I never really did it and I really regret that. I really wish I had cuz I think it would have been really fun and I always really wanted to do it. The but drama you know, teachers my freshman year, I had drama, and she actually asked me to audition for one of the school plays. Yeah. But, you know, because we had a little bit of a rigid upbringing, mom didn't approve of the play that they were putting on, and so I didn't do it. So you didn't it. audition. But, yeah. um, I mean, yeah, we. I think everyone has their talents and what they excel at. Some people are really good at cooking. Some people are really right. good at baking, which is not the same thing. No, it's not. You know, other people can paint. You know, like our mom can't carry a tune. She's brilliant. Can't t- carry a tune to save her life no. and could not dance. No. I, I, I Actually, that's even debatable. I don't even know which one she, I would dare to say, is better at, either singing or dancing. I think dancing. I don't know. If you had to, ch- hey, if you have to pick, dancing, she's better. Maybe. But anyways, yeah. but drawing and painting, or now she does beating. I mean, it's it's she's unbelievably yeah, work. it's it's perfection, right? For sure. So we definitely have the artistic bug in our lives, and I would say three of the four of us are very we are very drawn to the performing arts. Yeah, we're, we we don't fear crowds or audiences in any way whatsoever. That doesn't intimidate me at all. So I think um, probably why uh, when we got older when we would have gatherings and my sisters would be there or we would all be there, we'd start catching up and then ultimately people would be gathering listening to us talk because we are naturally entertaining people and we didn't even realize it until we noticed the crowd. No, it's true. We'd be sitting at the kitchen table just like the four of us and it wasn't intentionally that we were sequestering ourselves but usually it had been, you know, a few months since we had actually physically been together Right. And, you know, it was someone's birthday party or whatever. And so we were sitting there talking, and when the four of us are talking, no one can get a word in edgewise. And it's mostly because the four of us talking, it's almost like we have our own world, our own language, yeah. you know, everything. <clears throat> and so, but it's so fascinating for so many people. And people have said countless and countless times, like, God, you know, I wish I had sisters, or I wish my sisters and I were like that, or right, you know, and, you know or it reminds is, me of me and my sisters, or that is a lot of it. They're like, oh, I wait, you know, what, my sisters and I talk like that too. What was unusual is that people would stop what they were doing and start watching, right? That was what was different, and so that's when we said, hey, we should capitalize on this someday. That was years ago. Well, that was we, years we ago. decided we should go into business. Well, what was funny is this was long before the years of podcasts because we're thinking – Oh, way year. Because I yeah. think I remember even having – we were talking about it, and we're like, well, we can't – you know, no one's just going to pay to sit around and watch us talk, you know, or <laughs> – or Right, because we're just like, how does Who that knew? ever work? Yeah. And so um, – but I think at the time we were thinking, like, well, what are we going to do? Just put a table on stage and have the four of us sit there and talk and just, you know, expect people to watch us. And yeah, that, so. that's not realistic. But speaking – okay, but speaking of the performance thing, this is <laughs> – this is kind of the crux of it. Well, this is yeah. – so it was, it was only until Jamie and I both realized – on separate occasions where we actually did feel like epic failures. Well, there's in- limits to what we can do. I would like to attribute it to the fact that, you know – you can't just teach someone one way to do – you can't teach someone to try and be sexy and say sexy is only done this way. I just don't think right. that's possible. And what we're speaking right. of is Jamie and I both separately 
took a pole dancing slash stripper class. Yes. This used to be a, a hot thing to do a few years back. Yes. It was I don't a know trend. if people do it anymore. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I, I think it's um, Sheila something. Um, she has pole dancing gyms in L.A. And I, per- I don't know which one of us went first, but I know that my girlfriend who lives in L.A., she was really into it. And so she said, we're having my birthday party here. You have to fly down. It'll be great. So I flew down. And, of course – they they say okay this is this class is not to teach you how to be a stripper it's to embrace your inner sex your inner sexual being you know it's for women who don't feel sexy this will unleash we're going to show you we're going to show you some very simple moves that'll enhance your uh, your confidence and sexuality yes, and, you and, can, and and help yes. you turn on your man you're going to empower yourself. You're going to empower yourself as a woman and you're going to embrace your sexuality. Because you don't have to be dripping sex to be sexy. We'll show you right. how to do we'll it. We'll show you how to make yourself Like, you know, you sexy. expected a bunch of frigid librarians to come in there, you know, with Whip like, off their hair and with off freaking their glasses. moths in their vagina and right. cobwebs. And so I'm like, all right, I'm down. You know, I'm always down for a new, a new adventure. So... I, they're like, okay, wear like gym clothes, you know, something, you know, wear a sexy bra, but you know, wear like shorts in the tank top. So you feel kind of whatever you feel sexy in. And, um, I went down to LA with my girlfriend, you know, to meet my girlfriend Mm -hmm. and we went to, um, Hollywood and we bought myself, she bought me, well, she didn't buy them for me. I bought some stripper shoes, the Lucite, the Lucite heels, white leather, very sexy white leather shoes. They're extraordinarily high and almost ridiculous to walk in, (laughs) but I thought, you know, I needed to have them. So got them. We had a great time, went to this, this gym. And now I will say this, the pole part, the pole dancing part, I actually nailed it was not hard for me. I was swinging. I had, I was doing the whole thing. The only thing I had issue with was that, you know, you get really sweaty and some of the girls are a little more advanced. And so there's this constant Clorox wiping of the pole. Oh, okay. Like, because we all don't have our own pole. There's only like three or four in the room. So you kind of have to switch off. Mine kept making that sound like boys running with sneakers in the gym where it's like, like, yeah, it was my hands or my legs, like, you know, yes, sliding, but it was like skidding down. Yeah, but you can't. And the thing is, is that they don't let you, they really don't want you using lotion or oil because you'll go flinging off that thing. So it, you I had a hard time traction. gripping it because I just kept thinking how many germs were on that thing. It just. I struggled with that as well, but they. She's like, constantly... no, you need to hold the pole tighter. And I'm thinking, I don't want to. I don't know well, what kind of vag has been clung on here. That's exactly, that was my struggle. And so when I was there, it's all I was sexy until OCD kicks in. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I constantly had the towel. I had the spray. Every time I went up there, I'm like, hold on a second. And I click clopped over there and I would spray it down. Right. Wipe it. I'd be like the worst pole dancer ever in any strip club. I couldn't ever. do it. Well, you would never I'd be, like, be able to. You hold on, everybody. You wouldn't want to yeah, touch squirt, anyone squirt, either. Squirt. You couldn't do it. No. Oh, God, no. So I, you know, I sanitize the thing. I'm like, okay, here I go. So they teach you the simple swing and, you know, how wrap your leg around it and do this little whip around thing. I totally nailed it. It was so easy. They did. Re- they did ask me to remove my shoes because I, I was a danger. Oh, I was, well, I was they're like, you're going to break your ankle. Well, you were an and amateur. Apparently you weren't skilled. I was a level Maybe class. Zero. Class two was for, you know, is where they start incorporating footwear. Yeah, exactly. And so they had they made me remove the shoes. They're like, look, you know, no, no, no offense, but 
we've never seen you before and you clearly were you the only one wearing them no Oh, okay, because that would there been were other no, there were other women who had had taken the classes, and so they were a little more advanced. And you know, my girlfriend could shimmy up to the top, and she like slowly slithered all the way down, and I was so jealous. But I th- that was just not happening. That was not happening for me. But I was able to do the mini swing things, whatever those are called. I did that. But you know, the thing is, is that because I'm such a pain in the ass, I'd swing around. I'd be like, you know what? This is really hurting the back of my leg. It's like it's like burning, like like. You know, it's just, I, it's rubbing it rubs on, it's getting red. It's, is that normal? It's rubbing and I'm not comfortable and I really don't like See, this. See, that's what happened to me is every time I had a swing and stuff, they're like, you have to grip really tight, otherwise it's going to slide. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm like. I'm so, getting a blister. Well, okay, so. My hand hurts. My experience was, is that I got a call from my girlfriend and she's like, all right, look, you know, I said that I would do this, you know, strip. It, it was a combination stripper slash pole dance class yes and she said you know i said i would go and like three people bailed that you know was supposed to go she's like i was invited i'm not even coordinating this thing but you know do you want to go and i'm like yeah i guess i'll go and so um we all met there and i'm just like well what do i have to wear what do i do because i didn't have any of the flyers or anything like that she's like oh just wear like gym clothes so yeah. I show up now. Granted, gym clothes is good if you're like a, a usual exerciser. Yeah. But because I don't traditionally exercise, my gym clothes um, are you know like a nylon running pant that usually has like the floss string pulled through. So I've cut it. Now there's like a hole and it's got like <laughs> paint stains on there because I've used to paint the bathroom or whatever. And then I'm usually right. wearing some oversized t-shirt. Right. Not really thinking about where I'm going. So I get there and I look like fucking you know hobo right like like blobby hop and i'm just like god and and the instructor she's like this you know gorgeous amazonian woman with like this perfect butt and she's wearing like a sports bra she's got like you know nine pack abs and and i'm like standing there and i feel like that scene in weird science where the boys are at the gym and they're like standing in their over oversized pe shirts and clothes exactly like their tennis shoes are hanging off that's how i felt and so like okay girls are we and and because i came on my own i met everyone there because it was in west sac and so before they got there they were all drinking in the car so i was stone sober uh, they would not let us drink alcohol. We had to be sober for our They class. all drank before they got there. So. Oh, so they were loose. Well, as loose as you can be. So I'm standing there and, you know, here's this beautiful <laughs> woman. You know, she starts doing all these moves and everything. And I've got, you know, my Nikes on. And I'm like, okay. They taught oh us the strip dance move. And we all had to like walk. We were in a line and we all had a chair in front of us. And so we all had to walk towards the chair and you know, do all these moves. And I think they even made us practice on each other, which is not, you know, embarrassing or anything. Yeah. Especially when you're there and the only person, you know, in a group of 10, the only person you know is like your best friend from, you know, junior high school and everybody else right. is a stranger. Well, you know, what's really interesting about that is that we we did the pole thing mm-hmm. and then, then we had to learn, and we had to learn a full on routine, like the whole routine. It was like this thing where we were memorizing. I felt like I was in cheer clinic again i think they like, tried okay. to teach us a routine but because our group was inebriated she realized uh, it was just not going to be possible yeah we had to learn we learned that routine and i mean i was sweating it took like an hour it was like a two-hour class yeah it was long and like an hour of it was learning this slinky sexy dance routine and i'm like okay i got this you know i can walk sexy and i can you know sashay my ass and you know do all these things that was great 
until we get to the crawling on the floor. Odd. And I'm thinking, first of all, it's wood flooring. I don't know how, what yours was, no, but ours was, was it wood flooring. It was like wood, like dance floor. Wood yeah, flooring. and it it really really hurt my knees. I was just and my know, arms. I think we had to do something very similar. And I remember being on the floor on all fours, and I'm just like, I am 30 years old. I have. What am I doing? I, and I think I or I was around that age, and I'm like, I have a. T- I just had a a baby, like you know, a year and a half ago. Right. And I am crawling on all fours in, you know. Crappy Nike frumpy, wear. Crappy gym clothes to right. buttons by the Pussycat Dolls or whatever it was. Well, that was the, that was the song for us, too. Right. It must have been and the go-to song for stripping it w- Well, classes. I mean, I'm gonna loosen up my... What is it? I didn't loosen even know. I just kept hearing buttons. Yeah. So we... So... But we were all doing it as a group, and there was like 12 or 13, maybe 15 even, 15 women in the in the room. And so... We're all crawling together and we're, we've got the chair and, you know, we're doing the whole pretend there's a man there thing. And then, you know, we learn the whole routine. So then we're like slamming ourselves up against the wall and sliding down like we're all sexy. <laughs> we did that too. And the dark, and it's dark. So you, oh, it's no, not it like was it's bright. It bright as day in no. there. I wish it had been dark. Yeah, it was dimly lit until it was time for everybody to perform in front of everybody. Why did and they then they lifted the lights and they said, okay, so now everybody's going to perform in front of us one at a time. I-, I can't even begin to tell you how much I didn't want to do this because I knew that crawling across the floor, whipping my hair was going to look like I was like demonically possessed. It wasn't going to be pretty. It's a bit spastic, yeah. Now, I am not... I. I I think that I'm a very sexy woman when it comes to getting it done. I can I can walk across a room and stop any anybody from you know I can turn heads if I if I really want to. But it's it's in your own it's, way. Yes, it's not this way. And <laughs> so, that was my whole problem with this class was I'm just like you're trying to make me be what you think is sexy, and I'm telling you right now I would never do any of these things. You were telling I will never slam my body up against the wall and slide down. I will exactly. never sit there and like squat and then open my legs. I'm just not going to do that. Which I did. That. I think, you know what? I bet you and I learned the same routine. It's probably like standard, you know, it's, it's like, like the pole intro dancing 101. Pole. Right. Yeah. So when it was my turn to go up there, like, okay, Jamie, I'm like, listen, I even prepped everyone, you guys, this isn't going to be pretty. They're like, oh, shut up. You're sexy. You can do it. And I'm like, all right. Everybody's I like, yeah, you. girl power. <laughs> so. So I do, I, so I do the beginning. It's good. They're like, okay, drop to the floor. So I drop to the floor and I'm crawling and they're like, I turn and look after I whip my head and I, I have my hand on the chair. Like I'm pretending there's a man there and I happen to whip around and I look literally there's laughing. There's mouth covering going on. (laughs) It's like an, it's like a, it's like a crime scene. They, it's so bad. They can't turn away but they don't know how to respond. The instructor was like, okay. See, I... Very good. I didn't, Work on it. I didn't Work have people laughing. I had people like, no, it's okay. No, go ahead. It's fine. Like, oh, they no. almost felt bad for me because oh, we... there was pity. We, there was plenty of pity going on. I think on. we had to do the pole dance by ourselves. Now, I did okay with the dance part because See, I'm I just did like... The pole, pole dance was easy for me. I str- was fun. Well, and I think the reason why I struggled with the pole dance is because I had pants on. Everybody else was wearing shorts, shorts because in the pamphlet that I didn't get, it said make God sure you wear shorts because you'll need your skin to grip on things. 
So, you know, me in my little running pants sliding around on this pole with my Nikes, (laughs) it just, it wasn't working. And, you know, there's like, so when you swing around, hook your leg here and then slide around and slowly, you know, loosen your hands to grip to the bottom. And, you know, I'm... I'm not a strong person, and so, I mean, in... I have the worst upper arm strength. I really do. I'm like a T-Rex. I really do. I have no upper arm strength. And so she's like, now just slowly let your hands... She's like, no, you're letting them go too fast. I'm like, I'm not doing that on purpose. You know, I just can't grip the pole, okay? And I'm wearing pants, I'm sliding, and to be perfectly honest, I'm just not into this. And so, and to boot, I'm like, I'm never going to use this again. Cause they're just like, if you're interested, you can look at the catalog. You can buy one for your bedroom. I'm like, that's not fucking happening. I, I'm, I'm never, yeah. ever, ever. I had no desire after that okay. class. I had no desire to ever do anything on the pole again. Here's the thing. Daryl is very enthusiastic when it comes to anything sexy when in, in, in me. He, he's very enthusiastic. Well, of course, yeah. So he was very excited oh, that God. I was going to L.A. to learn to do all of these things. And he was even more excited than when I bought the Lucite heels. He thought, you know, well, you he, he was. those on. I mean, that's fine. He was looking for poles for the bedroom. Oh, he was, he thought this was going to be a thing. And I came home and I said, ain't going to happen. He's like, what? Not, I'm not going to see anything you did. And I said, listen, I will try, but I'm telling you, it won't turn you on. It's not pretty. It's not sexy. The only thing that it's... will turn you on is the thought that, you know, we may have sex afterwards. And and it will, and you you will basically attack me because just to you end want it. me to, just to stop. <laughs> just to put us out of our misery. You will just want it to go away so quickly. You'll be like, you know what? I just, I have to have you now because I can't bear to watch this for even a moment longer. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I like to think I'm a little bit sexy and I know how to, you know, turn it on and, and, sure. and do the magic or whatever. But... For whatever reason, in that forum and in that format and whatever they were trying to show me, I'd never felt so unsexy. Like I said last week, on that pole, I felt like a baby deer, like yes. sliding around, like Bambi on ice. That's how I felt. I on that I pole. would I would definitely say that when I was trying to hobble across the floor on my knees and hands, that I felt like a, a, a newborn animal, like a giraffe, and like I was, a baby giraffe I was trying more, to figure out its way. And I was more angry because in my mind, I'm like, you're better than this, Paula. You know how to do this kind of shit. I, Why are you having oh such God. a hard time? That is exactly what I was saying to myself. I'm crawling along the floor like somebody had shot me and I was crawling to light. <laughs> I and have I'm done, like, why is this so hard for me? I have done impromptu lap dances in the privacy of my own home that are better or than the I privacy did. of his own home i don't you know what i just I, the thing is is that if i really i mean and and you're right i've done the same thing i have i have absolutely done strip teases sure i have gyrated my way across the room and gotten exactly the result that i expected to get i have grinded and bounced up and down on a gentle, I have done you know, it all. a lover and to yes. freak music but i mean in that class i just couldn't do it. and i think that was the whole point is i'm just like you're asking me to be sexy in an environment that is you know one it's a room full of women Right. who have no business doing this. I mean, really, nobody in our class, I mean, and there were some women who, you know, were better at it than others. But I mean, on I average, so we were My all God. we were all mothers. We were all, you know, in our early 30s. It's just like, who are we fooling, really, at this point? And the teacher was, what, like 22 well, and I never mean, had the- kids. And she, you know, was a trained professional. She wasn't even a stripper or a pole dancer. She had never done She's it. She had dancer. actually gone to, like, pole dancing school to learn how to do it. The thing, the thing about those classes, the point is to 
show any woman that they can be sexy. I think it doesn't, well, for I can only speak for myself. I don't need to be shown that. I know that I can be. Right. I mean, I can be a frumpy ass too, but 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 really, I am fully aware of how sexy I can be if I choose to be. So I didn't really need to be pigeonholed into this awkward thing that they were trying to make me do. And I was more disappointed and pissed off that I couldn't conform. Right. That's what pissed me yeah, off. I'm like, com- okay. We're competitive. And well, so, I really did want to win. I wanted to be the best. And I was the worst. I would have gotten an F. Now, see, I probably did. They probably laughed when I left. They probably said, oh, my God. Now, like like I said, the class that I – or the group I went to – and I imagine it's probably, like, much like any fitness class. Like, you know, people who do Zumba or people who do kickboxing or whatever. And, like, you know, or spinning classes. Some people are going to be more attracted to certain things than others. So some people sure. probably really like that as exercise. But right. again, I was with a group of people I didn't know except for one person. And I that made way. it uncomfortable. Now, that like, if it had me. been, like, us four sisters doing that, oh my gosh. would have been hilarious. It like, would have been fun. It, and it would yeah. be fun. So, yeah, I mean, I think that time. would be completely different. And, and the instructor would not have a chance to eat. I mean, they'd be no lucky winning. if they could teach us one dance move. We would probably... Well, we could- We'd probably be making up our own. We would be making up our own. We would be making we, up our own. We call own. this one the triple fling plong. And well, please, this is the <laughs> ha ha ha. That's what we call that. We used to flip our. <laughs> we used to flip our stuffed animals in the air and pretend they were like you know gymnasts or whatever. And we're all, this one's called the triple fling plong. <laughs> this is the this is the the flable flobble. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Fling flong. Or we'd make up like a, you know, step. I can't tell you how many times we put records on and we'd make up like our own dance routines and choreograph them and everything Oh, God. Like that. I, the, the, the most recent one is I, I think I was in eighth, seventh or eighth grade and Stephanie and I made up a whole dance routine, a four minute routine to uh, rock and roll fantasy. It's all part of my rock and roll fantasy. That's like fantasy. the worst dance song ever. Hey, yeah. Here come the whatevers one by one. That's why we did it, and we we marched forward to each we we marched forward to each other. And we just <laughs> no, I remember you guys practicing for cheer, and mom's just like, "If you guys slap your thighs one more time, I swear." We did do that. We did. I was practicing drill team. She goes, "I swear to God, you're gonna have huge round bruises you on did. the side of your legs." We did. Oh my God, did we ever? We're like, we're just, we're just toughening up our skin. No, I remember Stephanie and I, I think we made up a dance routine to a Barbara Mandrell song one time. And oh, that's, then, that's... Um, and then, or the new edition album record. It was like, well, oh. one with all four of them on there. And I forget. Yeah, new edition. Was. That was a good album, actually. But we were always making up things like that. We were constantly performing for each other, and, for our parents. And, yeah. And, and it hasn't ended, I mean, at home. My ch- well, oh, you've gosh. seen my children. They, yeah, yeah, they're they're hands. My son is a lean, mean dancing machine. He, will, he is. He does this sometimes where I'll be in the kitchen, and I have one of those kitchens where it's like an archway to walk in, so it's it's kind of closed off. So I'll yes. be in the kitchen doing something, and then he'll come dancing past the archway like dun 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 dun, dun well, you know? and I'll just look at him, and he's got like this big nerdy grin on his face, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I put on a show." La 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 la. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I will tell you that um, more than one time when we host UFC parties, and I may have had a little bit too much uh, to drink, um, as the party's winding down, I tend to get my second wind as some of the people leave. So um, more than once, I have come out of the bedroom after urinating. 
and I'll come screaming down the hall and I'll try to do the um, slide on your socks the uh, Tom Cruise uh, <laughs> dun, 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 what's that dun, movie dun, called risky business. risky business move Just so I'll come out old records off the shelf <laughs> the last time I did it um it was not it was like a year ago well maybe just less than a year ago I came flying down the hallway had no idea that a big fight had broken out oh, that's and right. the fight had spilled out into the front of the of the house so there was just a few remnant people left in the house and I come flinging down the hall and slide and fall on my ass in front of all these people and they were like la, la, la. yeah I'm pretty sure it was Adam and Khan that just kind of looked down at you and they're like they just looked down at me like, and started laughing they're like, what right? are you doing? like oh I'm just I was just doing a little dance just don't mind me yes it's true or I'll do you know the ballerina twirls in front of people like look how many look what I can do look what I well, can do it got kind of bad when Olivia shortly after she turned three she would do this mom look at me and she'd turn around and start shaking her butt and spanking it and oh, that's interesting and everyone's just like where did she learn that and I'm like I have no idea I don't know where she would <laughs> learn such a horrible thing Olivia stop doing that so, I learned it from you. I, I learned it from you. Someone put that on Facebook today. <laughs> they said, I learned it from you. Okay, I learned it from you. <laughs> and it made me think of those marijuana commercials. That's so but... funny. That PSA commercial is hilarious. So, well, hopefully you had better pole dancing experiences than we did. But So what did we learn? We learned that we are definitely not cut out for the stripper industry. We don't belong on the pole. We don't belong in the pole. We belong behind the microphone. If we had to choose, we'd probably be better hookers than pole dancers. I will. You know what? I've said that so many times to Daryl. He'd be like, we got to do this. Da, da, da. I'm like, I would rather hook on the street. I will give blowjobs $20 in an alley before I would do blah, blah, blah. That's and I then I think say, every like, time I said that, they'd be like, people even pay $20 for a blowjob. I'm like, you can't even get 20 bucks for a blowjob? Gee. How much is, I wonder how much, a blow, how, what is a blowjob on the well, street? I'm Do just we, saying, if it's know? not even 20 bucks, then I'm not interested. That's not even worth it. I mean, my they don't God. call it a job for nothing. Well, right? God, I mean, you're talking 20 like, bucks? you're talking like rando weenie in your mouth. I mean, okay, that's never going to happen. I can't think of a, I can't think of a situation where I would all, ever do that. We've all thought of the morbid situations where it's like, okay, if I had to do this, you if know, I had to be a prostitute, if I had to be a hooker, I and of course we try and glamour glamorize it and be like, look, I would only do high end. I would actually be an escort. I wouldn't even be a hooker. <laughs> I would work for an agency. I would only do high end rich clients. I think you've thought about this way too much, Paula. Well, it's probably because I've been poorer for far longer than you have. <laughs> so, yeah, I. You know what? I could. I don't think I could be a hooker. I don't think I could either. But I mean, you know, everybody thinks about you know. I do. Putting I do. them, pushing themselves to the limit. <sighs> well, Lord. I think that's a wrap for it's a wrap. episode twenty-three. So we appreciate yes. you tuning in. On a separate note. One of our ugly sisters had a birthday uh, last weekend, and so she we did. wanted to wish her a very, very happy birthday to Allison. Happy birthday, Ugg! Happy birthday. We love you. Soulmates forever! Soulmates! Woo -woo! Thank you to our producer, Dub, for cleaning up our ugly mess weekly and making us sound credible. We appreciate that. Hopefully we did less popping and whatever this week. We're trying yes. to uh, nip it in the bud. We're working that mic, baby. And in the spirit of our pole dancing failures, uh, we'd like to end with the song that I think, like Jamie and I had said, we both had to do our little performance to. Maybe this will encourage you to uh, engage in your inner whore and go grind on someone. So until then, slam yourself against a wall, crawl across the floor awkwardly, or uh, grind against your man. And then until then, we'll see you next time. Bye!
Thank you for listening to the Ugly Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your peek into the minds and hearts of some truly twisted sisters. Tune in again next time, and don't forget to visit UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. I'm telling you